Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Turning followers into shoppers is no easy feat. The savvy social media crowd can spot a disingenuous post from a mile away. So monetizing your account with sponsored posts takes honesty, authenticity, and plenty of creativity, which is something that Didi Rad, the founder of Dress Up Buttercup, knows a thing or two about. The blogger works with major brands like Nordstrom and Amazon to sell products to her 1 million plus Instagram followers. And she recently launched her own collection of denim jackets that sold out in minutes. She was also named one of Fortune's top 25 creators, along with Lil Nas X, Addison Rae, and Benny Drama, a formal recognition of her ability to monetize her platform in interesting ways. Needless to say, I can't wait to chat with Didi about how she's turned her followers into shoppers, including her go-to KPIs for measuring success and her tips for cultivating an engaged audience. So without further ado, let's welcome to the work party, Didi. Yay, that made me seem so much cooler than I really am. So <laughs> thanks for that. I think you... I think you are that cool. So don't worry. How has your content strategy changed and evolved since those early days? Yeah. So when I first started, blogging was the thing to do. I started in 2015 when I actually was stuck at my desk. I worked for an oil and gas job. And so I followed blogs all the time and I loved it. I ate up their content. I read it every single day. I looked forward to sitting at my desk, not to do work, but to follow blogs. And so when they laid me off. The industry like went south. I was like, okay, I can do this. I can be a blogger. And I knew blogging is what it took. Like nine to five, I was I committed to myself. Like I need to create a post for my blog, even though no one's going to read it. I had like five friends at the time that would read it, but no one else would. I realized that's what it took. But then Instagram came along and especially stories. And that's when I started realizing that I can truly connect with my audience faster. So content of blogging takes some planning and you can share your emotions. You can share your out 
it, but that is not in real time. So you really can't see your emotions in real time. And so when stories came along, I thought that was such a great way to connect with my girls of really, truly how I feel about an outfit or truly like what I'm going through in life. So Instagram has truly been enabled for me to connect to my audience faster. Of course, I still have a blog and I still blog on that. That way it's evergreen content because obviously Instagram and stories go away in like 24 hours, but it's a way to instantly do that and instantly connect with my audience. Yeah. I feel like stories really changed the game because previously it was, remember when everything was in chronological order and you posted and it was one post a day and then all of a sudden it was like stories everywhere. So what are your top three tips for building a brand and growing a following on Instagram? I think for me, being on Instagram, you hear this all the time, be authentic, be yourself. But I think that people can see past the BS. Like if you truly get on stories or on Instagram in general and create a post and you don't really stick true to yourself and stick to what you genuinely love, um, people can see that. I can see that. When I'm watching a blogger or other stories or a brand or something like that, do partnerships, I can see right there. I'm like, oh, she didn't really like that. Like she really like just did it for the best. Like if I can see it, everyone else can see it. And so I think being authentic, I know you hear that over and over again, but I think that's true in a sense of like doing it in a way that is truthful to yourself and also doing what you love. So as a brand, like if you don't truly love what you're doing, people can see right through that as well. And you can, and you would get burnt out. I feel like burnt out is such an easy thing in any industry. But if you're not waking up and getting excited about what you're doing and not genuinely loving it, you're going to get burnt out and people can see past that right past that through the screen as well. And then my other thing I would say is just being consistent and adaptable. And these are all key things and words that you hear all the time, but truly like if you go down to it and being consistent and you're constantly showing up for your audience, you're constantly showing up as a brand to really serve your girls. It's key because like I've heard this before, restaurant analogy and how like if you show up to a restaurant and you love the service, you know exactly when they're going to show up as far as times of like their hours of when it is, but it's the same food over and over again. You're going to get bored of that. You're going to, and that, I feel like that's what it has to do with like your platform um, and your content. Like you have to be consistent as far as your hours. Like I have to show up for my audience. And of course it doesn't mean don't take breaks. Like I think breaks are fine. Breaks, breaks are important, but you can't just show up on a Tuesday afternoon to a restaurant and expect them to be closed. Like they're going to be open. And so if you're consistent, but also adaptable with your content and changing the menu constantly each time, I think that's key. Like being able to adapt to the industry, but also changing up like what you're here to serve your audience and your girls. Yeah, absolutely. And you have over a million followers on Instagram, which is crazy. And I felt like that kind of happened, not fast for you, but it was a pretty fast growth. So yeah. What do you attribute that to? Is it posting every single day? Was it hashtags? Was it cross-promoting with like your friends that are also bloggers? It was like a combination of all those things. I think it's a, it was a perfect storm and I'm so thankful for it. But I think, yes, like showing up every day was one thing that really helped letting them know what I'm here to serve them for. So I've gone through so much life, even the last time I saw you, like there's been so much life that I've dealt with as far as motherhood and postpartum. And I actually lost my mom last year. And so grief and dealing with her and her breast cancer journey, I've just always been an open book. And so stories was a way for me to share what I'm going through. And I feel like life can be pretty lonely, especially through 2020, when it was so hard for everybody. And it was so hard to meet with people and have that community. 
it was hard to really connect with people. And Instagram stories was a way for me to really connect with people. When I was losing my mom through her breast cancer journey, I felt so lonely. I felt like, why all my friends just keep going on with their lives? Everyone's create, like has these businesses. Everyone's so focused on what they're doing, but my life is turning upside down. And for me to like kind of turn to my platform and be like, this is what I'm going through. I'm an open book. And this is like kind of what's going on has truly uh, built my audience and my community stronger through that. And that's not something that I knew would happen. Like I just was sharing just to like, I was lonely. And I was like, why is this only happening to me? And to be able to see that community come together and, and other girls connect with them and be like, they were also were going through that really truly helped. I feel like build such a strong community and postpartum too. Oh my gosh. The things that you go through through postpartum, no one tells you about. And so when I was going through it, like, oh my gosh, why didn't anyone know that I have to get like diapers? I have to be in diapers for a while or like stitches or things like that. And so as vulnerable as I was to the community, I think it truly opened up to girls and to, for that growth of just being honest about everything going on. Absolutely. And obviously you are sharing these like vulnerable stories, all these different things, but this is a business at the end of the day. So which KPIs are you looking at to see if content is performing and are you using, are you even looking at that data to make business decisions along the way? I think yes and no. I mean, I can say clicks, sales. I can say all of that. Of course, those are my KPIs that we look at, but I don't think that is the end all be all as far as like, I truly believe to my core, like this is a community and I want to resonate with the girls in my community. And so I look at kind of like responses. And so my DMs are such a great sounding board to me, figuring out what people are resonating with. And you can get that instantly. Like there's no other way that I'm able to touch like thousands of women and instantly see their responses within like a click of a button in seconds. And people will tell you, people will be like, nope, I didn't like that. Or, oh, I love that like instantly. And so of course, I look at the clicks and sales and things like that. But honestly, for me, I um, look at my messages and I have that open dialogue and communication with my audience um, and my girls to really realize like what they're perceiving as what they like and what they don't like and just to have that conversation with them. And then also, I think really interesting, I look at, I've been catching myself look at lately is share. So people can share your content. So I look at my replies but also the shares of like, oh, are they sharing this because they genuinely love this content? They want their friends to also experience this content or see what I'm doing or see what dress I am wearing for them to wear. Or are they talking crap? But either or, like it's something that I can be like, all right, why are they all sharing this? What are they saying at the end of the day that I can really realize like what that content is that's doing well. One Skin's topical supplement is a light and hydrating daily moisturizer powered by their proprietary peptide, OS1, which just so happens to be the first peptide scientifically proven to reduce the biological age of skin. Sound amazing already? Now I trust One Skin because they harness the science of aging to develop products, but I also trust them because the company is led by a team of five women with PhDs who have been specifically studying aging skin for over five years now. These women are dedicated to their craft. They've actually developed a proven method that allows them to measure and track the effects of the One Skin OS1 product on our skin's biological age. Not only that, but they also focus on solving the problem at the root healing the skin from the inside out, whereas most brands target the outside, only treating surface level issues. One Skin is unique because they are one of very few brands on the market that have the science-backed technology to measure the age reversal effect. A lot of brands claim they are anti-aging, but only a few companies can really measure the real results. 
The OS1 formula works as a preventative and reparative age reversal treatment, and it's designed to be gentle and suit all skin types. That includes sensitive and problematic skin. It's a super light formula and not greasy at all, so I use it twice a day, morning and night, and it can be even used as a primer before you put on makeup. Love that. It's already improved fine lines that I've been noticing, but overall my skin is more hydrated, smoother, stronger, and honestly, so healthy. I truly love OneSkin because they are focusing on the root cause of aging rather than focusing on a remedy to combat it. Visit oneskin.co slash party and use code party for 15% off your first purchase. The code applies to one-time purchases and the first order of a subscription purchase as well. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N.co slash party and use code party for 15% off your first purchase. Hello, beautiful people. It's Renee Blewett and I am your host for the She Did That podcast. Have you ever wondered how your favorite women founders are building these beautiful brands and legacies? Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur already on your journey or just someone who wants to learn from the best to ever do it, this is the podcast for you. Every week, I'll introduce you to powerhouse entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators who are carving their own paths with love, resilience, and bold ambitions. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. And obviously, a large part of this is also sponsored content. So you mentioned earlier, you can tell right away when someone's faking it or didn't like a product. So how did you develop a sponsored content strategy that doesn't alienate your community? And what is your sort of breakdown when it comes to sponsored content versus sort of affiliate marketing, which is obviously a huge, huge, huge marketplace for girls to make money and really on their own terms, you know, you're able to post and link to things and get that cash back. And it's you just promoting what you're wearing or liking versus sponsored content, which is more the brand brief, what they want to see, developing that content specifically for the brand. So tell us the difference between the two, how you sort of break it down in your own strategy. Okay. So I am so thankful that over the years, I have been able to pour into both and to create both like affiliates and sponsored content. Affiliates is where I can do that on my own term. And I honestly love sponsored affiliates because it is something that I generally like, there's no pressure would say of like, Hey, this is your dress. Like my dress, for instance, that I'm wearing today. Um, I can share it and it's on me if that affiliates did well or did not do well. But I also think that's, I've learned over the years, as far as, um, sponsored content that and brand partnerships that I know it's going to do well and doesn't do well as far as that, because I'm in a position that I've been doing this for six years now that I know it's going to land. That's what they're looking for my audience. And like I said, I'm always in my messages. I know what they're looking for. So there's two ways that I create that content is if I'm just organically wearing something and I generally want to share it or it's more planned out, but it's still something that they're looking for as far as sponsored content in a brand partnership. But I've been in this position where I know what's going to land. And if I'm going to say yes to a sponsored content or like brand partnership, it's going to be something that I have vetted to the core. Cause I truly believe at the end of the day, my audience and my girls come first and the community comes first. So I can see what they're looking for. I can see if they're, they want a Nordstrom dress piece partnership or they don't. And so for me, and that's why I have a lot of um, long-standing partnerships, like we'll sign contracts for 12 months because it's something so uh, organic and genuine to my audience that like, why not? And if a new brand comes in, they're cutting through the noise because it takes a lot for them to, for me to like 
say yes to a new brand partnership because we have to vet it. I have like a team of girls. I'll give like all my girlfriends, like say sheets or something like that. I'll buy like a bunch of girlfriend sheets. We'll research the brand. We'll do a bunch of things to be able to see if um, it's worth me even mentioning and talking about. So I'm in a position where I say no a lot more than I say yes to as far as brand partnerships. And it, it's easy for me to say no, because I think it's what can I do to serve my audience and my girls first? Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say your breakdown is between sponsored posts versus affiliate marketing? Are you doing like 80% affiliate marketing, 20% sponsored posts, or where do you sort of break it down? I think it depends on the month, honestly, like yeah. for December, November, just keep four in general. It's a, it's kind of like 50, 50 at this point, but as far as January, February, March, where brand partnerships kind of slow down, I would say obviously 70% like it's affiliate. So it, it depends on the month and um, day-to-day things, but it also, and I have goals for each month to figure out like what month am I going to do a lot of heavy content? Because obviously it's when all the budget comes in Q4. So it depends by quarter really, but I would say I love affiliate marketing too, because it's just so easy and organic to what I'm doing day to day already. And it's a resource for my girls. I think it's so easy for my girls, like the like to know it app of what I use every day to shop it as far as instead of being like, where was that link? Like, how do I, where do I go find that dress? Like it's right there at the click of their buttons with their hands, with their fingertips. Totally. And obviously you have all this data of what you've been able to do with other brands. And then you yourself branched out and launched your own capsule collection of denim jackets. So what compelled you to create a line of products of your own and why denim jackets specifically? Yeah. So I just wanted a passion project. I wanted something that I was able to connect with my community and do. And I, I truly, truly built this like Beatry collection. It was just like a project that I was like, you know what? I love denim jackets. I love wearing them. They really elevate your wardrobe. They're so versatile. You can wear them with leggings. You can wear them with dresses. You can wear them 10 different ways. And they actually will keep you warm some um, instances of climate. So I created just a passion project for my community. So I truly believe like I envision this thing where they're at a, sh- a mall and a girl's wearing a Deidre jacket and someone else is also part of this community and knows that jacket or sees it. Cause it was like, I did like a little medallion with like Dietriana or like a number. So we numbered it so people can recognize it instantly if they're part of this community and they can connect. Cause I think that this community, if they're here for some reason, they have some sort of connection and um, relatability to each other. And so I created this in a really like way to serve my audience to be like, Hey, let's get together. And and I did one time I went to a concert and I saw like two, three jackets, like at the concert. This is insane to me. I literally could not believe it, but it was so cool to be like, to, you know, recognize them and to talk to them. And I was like, that was my wish too, for like other girls to come together as far as wearing the jacket and also feeling good and looking good in it. I feel like I was a great resource because I'm an expert in denim jackets. I've been buying them my whole life and I wear them all the time. It was like the number one travel um, outfit that I go to. I'll grab a denim jacket. And so for that, I was like, I know what can make a good denim jacket, like bigger sleeves, like more cutoff, the denim, the, the touch, the look of it. So I felt like I was an expert in that to create one to really serve my community. And your first drop sold out in minutes, which is super impressive. Congratulations. Yeah. Did you expect, thank you. Did you expect that kind of response? Like what were you after you sold out? Were you like, oh my gosh, we have to do this again? Or, you know, what oh my was gosh. sort of the reaction? I was in tears. I did not expect it at all because it was like minutes and I was expecting maybe hours, maybe days. But I was just so thankful and grateful. And I didn't realize that there was so many more girls that were wanting it until I got messages and everyone was more disappointed. And so my reaction was like, oh, I didn't do this to disappoint you girls. I wanted to really like help you girls out. 
And so we actually spent a year kind of doing a redrop. It took us a full year to do that. And then on top of it, that also sold out. So we went ahead and did like pre-order button for every girl, all the girls that missed out. Cause I really wanted to get their hands on a jacket if they wanted to, to create this community and that form of things. But I did not accept it at all. I was really, really grateful and thankful for it. I'm thankful that people trusted me to create a jacket, to be able to wear it and then feel good in it. And I love nothing more when someone's like, I love this jacket. Like I have a million denim jackets and this is one that I can wear. I'm like, I know, like I told you so, I, I know. I like been doing this so long, but like the best feeling in the world. Yeah, I bet. And another good feeling probably for you is that you were recently named uh, one of Fortune's top 25 creators, along with Lil Nas X, Addison Ray, and Benny Drama, just to name a few. How did it feel to get that stamp of approval from the industry? Oh my gosh. When I got that, I was like, me, I don't, I don't understand y'all. I like stay in my house all the time. I talk to my phone all day. I literally do not, I couldn't believe it. I really didn't. But at the end of the day, I feel like those awards or anything like that stamp of approval from a community is great. And I really, truly am honored by them. But honestly, like the, the amount of times I'm able to commute, like to create a connection with people in person means so much more to me. If I can say that, like I, we did like a breast cancer walk for my mom back in October and we had hundreds of people come and really show up to that and tell their stories. And that is when I walked away so satisfied of that connection of meeting girls that have gone through the same thing I've gone through or they're going through breast cancer. So things like that truly help. Like that is where I'm like, okay, I got a stamp from the community of like, I know what I'm doing for a purpose and a reason. And that's when I walked away being like, okay, this is this is so great and the best feeling ever. Yeah. I mean, you're a clear example that doing well can do good as well. You, you mentioned the 5k that you put together in collaboration, I believe with Amazon to raise money for breast cancer research, which is obviously something very personal for you. So, so that's incredible that you're giving back as well. Looking back at, you know, to the beginning of your career with the knowledge you have now, what advice would you give to your younger self? I would say, keep your head down and just do what you're doing. Stick to your gut. Don't take yourself too seriously. I still, I still live by these, but I feel like when I first started, I was what, 25, 24. And some messages that would come in that were so painful to the heart or things like that, like of messages that weren't supportive. I feel like I would have told myself it's going to be okay. Like that's not the end of life is so much bigger. My life is so much more grander. And the couple messages of people not supporting you or don't believing you, like just don't take yourself seriously. It's going to like keep going on with the punches, like, and you're going to be okay. Like it's all going to work out in the end, as long as you stick true to yourself. And I had to realize that stick true to yourself, stick to what really you're passionate about, or you're not going to last long in this industry. I had to learn that myself, but I'm thankful that I did because I know that that's where I am today and I get to wake up every day just so incredibly happy that I am where I am. Hey, Work Party listeners, we're taking a quick break to share a brand we love that also supports this podcast. I'm looking at the customers I've been able to reach using Shopify and I am in awe. If you don't know what Shopify is or have never considered it for your small business, then let me tell you why this is the must-have platform. Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. They provide entrepreneurs with the resources to sell products to anyone, anywhere, at any time. And that means in-person with point of sale or online through your website, social media, and online marketplaces. And it's so easy and user-friendly. I love tools and platforms that take the guesswork out of business operations. Like marketing, for example, Shopify even has the capability to help you create, execute and analyze digital marketing campaigns with built in tools. Shopify has been able to help my team synchronize online and in-person sales, 
integrate apps like Pinterest and Instagram and seamlessly manage the day-to-day operations of e-commerce. Shopify is easy and affordable, so you can really focus on your product and services without having to break the bank. I've had experiences with tons of business platforms, but believe me when I say Shopify is one of my favorites out there. I trust Shopify with my business because as we grow, they grow with us. Shopify unlocks the opportunities for your business to reach more and more people every single day. Every 28 seconds, an entrepreneur like you makes their first sale on Shopify. How amazing is that? So go to shopify.com slash party, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash party right now. That's shopify.com slash party. So what's next for you and, and the blog and product and all the different things? What's your vision for the brand moving forward? So like I mentioned with the, I mean, with the 5k is I love that. I love that human connection and really talk. And even at Crane Cultivate, you get that connection with people because you're really, it's so easy to like have a, like talk behind your phone, but to truly make an impact, it's that human connection and that conversations that you get to have. And so you, you get that by not just like sharing your life on the screen, but living life with people in community. And so we truly love, we call it the butter together, little like foundation of doing a 5k. And like for Christmas, we try to get like Houston crowd together and serve in some way of community. And that's kind of where my heart is like leaning towards of just serving. And just, I feel like you really can't live without serving others. And you really find out so much about yourself when you serve others. And so to be able to use my community to be able to do good, I feel like is where I'm finding satisfaction from. And so I want to continue that. I want to continue with like Amazon wish lists, for instance, for kids that are low impact schools or things like that, we can help make a difference that way by fulfilling their Amazon for Christmas. So things like that, I'm trying to work towards just doing better and creating like this platform in this community that we can do better together. That's why we call it butter together, kind of cheesy, but that's kind of where my heart is and kind of where I want um, everything to go and just kind of wake up every day, day to day and still do what I do. I love it. I love helping girls get dressed every day and feel confident in themselves. There's nothing better than I would get like a message or if I run into a street and girl be like, oh my gosh, I got engaged in the dress you recommended. And I help them or save time and money to be like, oh, I saw the dress. I had my eye on this dress, but um, once you posted it was on sale, I immediately got it. Or you got a code from the brand and that helped me um, want to purchase that dress. And that like, I felt so great that night wearing that dress. So even little things like that, that are so impactful to people's day-to-day lives, uh, mean so much to me. And that's what I want to focus on. Absolutely. I love that. I think, and I think butter together is very cute. So I like it. <laughs> so let's wrap with some rapid sentence finishers. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'm not productive unless my day starts with a kiss for my babies. Oh, the three traits that got me to where I am today are honesty, adaptable, and you got to be a cockroach. You can't die. You just got to keep going. <laughs> yes. Yes. My number one piece of financial advice for entrepreneurs is I think investing in yourself. I think it's so like get therapy, get a coach, go on vacation. Like it's so easy, like invest in your passion projects, like a denim jacket. I think that's so, it's so easy to invest in the business, but truly to keep the business going and to keep you wanting to like be passionate and a healthy lifestyle is to invest in yourself, whatever that could look like. Yeah. I love that. Um, a fellow entrepreneur or blogger I'd love to grab coffee with is 
I read the book, Jamie Lima, It Cosmetics, believe it. And I would love to sit down and have coffee. I knew about the brand, but I didn't know that in depth about the brand until I read it. And I would love to just have coffee with her. She was so about being authentic and I loved it. Yeah. She's amazing. She's been on the podcast before. And, and oh, so if, no if you're, yeah, if you're in Los Angeles, we could probably make that happen. So we will definitely follow oh. up on that. But her story story is amazing. The number one book I always recommend is? So it would be Jamie Lena. um, Believe it. I loved it so much. And I thought it was so inspiring um, to me. Yeah. Amazing. Well, what an amazing conversation. Thank you so much, Didi. Where can Work Pretty listeners follow you on social media and learn more about everything you're doing? Hi, it would be Jessa Buttercup on Instagram, jessabuttercup.com. And that's where you'll see me every morning, just on stories, um, just sharing my everyday life and my clothes and things like that. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Have a good one. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.